0: It's M Time. I'm Emily, but to you guys I'm M Time and welcome back to my show. I need a drink of water. Let's do it. Out of my new hydro flask, let's let's do it. Cheers. (sighs) Nothing better. Um so I move into college in 36 hours. My first year. Let's let that sink in for a second. I'm moving into college in 36 hours. Yep. The moment's finally here, folks. I'm overwhelmed. I'm excited. I'm anxious. And I thought making an M-Time episode would make me feel not only better, but maybe help other people. I don't know. I think the theme of the episode is really going to be talking about full circle moments and how I feel like they lead us into the correct direction in our lives, because I've had a lot of full circle moments this summer. And I think that it has honestly, truly led me to not only this chair right here, right now with you guys, but also just has kind of been giving me little signs of saying you're going to be all right. You're going to everything's going to work out. So, with that being said, the song of the episode is Cigarette Daydreams, and this song I really started listening to religiously, I guess, when I was in a really dark place when I had just gotten over COVID, which was at the end of December. I was in a very dark, dark place, if we all know. I made a whole episode about it. Feel free to listen to it. Um... And I was in a very dark place, to give you the long story short. I was, I'm was i a perfectionist as is, and before I had COVID, I already was an overthinker prior to COVID, and I'd always been super self-critical prior to COVID, like my worst enemy. When you're locked in your room for nine days by yourself and you have nothing else to listen to but those voices in your head and Phineas and Ferb, it gets pretty draining and you start to feed into it. And so when I was at my darkest points thus far, this song got me out of it a little bit. Whenever this song would come on, I would feel a little less lonely, you know, because my thoughts made me so lonely. When you're constantly listening to yourself talk badly about yourself and all this stuff, it makes you feel so alone. So listening to this song would make me feel like the tiniest less lonely. Which, honestly, helped some days a lot. So then now, fast forward to June. As I'm stepping out of my car, I was a camp council this summer at my campus. I don't know if you guys knew that, so there's the tea. That's why I have been, like, off the face of the earth for the past two months. I step out of the car, and I'm finally reunited with some of my best friends that I hadn't seen in almost two years. Literally two years And I'd been dreaming of that feeling of when they're hugging me and I'm feeling so loved in that moment and, you know, like that moment where it feels like, you know what, everything was worth it in that moment. All the, you know, loneliness and all the depression and all that, like it was worth it for this one moment to be reunited with my friends. And you know what? It was. It was. And what what does this have to do with Cigarette Daydreams? Well, I'm going to tell you because they're playing Cigarette Daydreams. So... Moral of the story is is that this song sounded completely different than it did six months prior to that moment because I needed that moment, those dark moments, to really cherish this moment I had right here with my friends. And I think that it was such a full circle moment that it was like, I listened to that song at my worst, dreaming about this day, and this day is finally here, and I'm listening to this song with fresh eyes now, or ears, or ears. So with that being said, I felt like there was no better song to choose than this. Also, just as a quick side note, I became friends with someone whose favorite song is Cigarette Daydreams, and this person has probably no idea what effect they've had on my life, but they've had such a positive effect that I felt like I needed to shout them out right now because they literally are just another person who made me feel so accepted and celebrated for who I am. And all those things that people in high school didn't like, they praised me for. Like, the fact that I'm so outgoing and the fact that, you know, I'm loud and, you know, very energetic. Like, it's just people like that really touch your heart so much because of all those negative people. And that's what, again, I've been trying to say since last episode, too, is that... If I had to go through all that bad to now receive good, I'm good with that because that's all in the past. Like, I'm over it. It happened, but it shaped me into the person I am today. And therefore, that's why Cigarette Daydreams is such a full circle song to me. Now, let's switch gears a little bit, as we all know that I'm a very superstitious person. And with the full circle moment, that's why I cherish them so much is because I feel like they... They give you signs and point you in directions where you're supposed to go. And so, with that being said, I... Something I've always done is I've always kept, like, if I find, like, a quote in a magazine or, or for the most part, fortune cookie fortunes that I feel resonate with myself, I'll put them in the back of my phone, and they act as good luck charms, because I feel like if I have this thing here, it'll then come true, and it'll, like, serve purpose. So, during camp this summer, during some Chinese food something or other, we had all gotten fortune cookies with our meal, and... The fortune cookie that I got, it had a fortune in there that I feel really accurately represents this transition in my life. And I'm going to read it to you all right now because it's in my clear phone case that I just got a few days ago. And it reads, organize your life around your dreams and watch them come true. I've never really felt more accurately, like, like connected to a fortune cookie quote in my life, I don't know if it's just me overthinking or whatever, but I'm again—I'm just a very superstitious person, and I believe in like all those signs and things like that. And I believe I am organizing my life right now. My life right now, I think, is finally going in the direction and the path that I've always had in my head. Tyler the Crater, I just recently watched a podcast with him on it, and he goes, the reason why goblin was so bad and people were like oh he's never gonna be at like this level or that level and never gonna live out to that potential tyler whenever people said that he kept going i never believed them because i always knew in my head i knew the steps i had to take in order to get to where i want to be and he always knew that i have to go through that in order to get to where i am and he knew always where he was going to end up being which is as big as he is today which I completely agree with him on that. I believe that I will be somebody someday, whether it be from M-Time, M-Time as a side gig, whether it be from whatever I do, I know I'm what I'm going to be, and I know my potential, and I've said this to my haters at school and all this stuff all the time, is that I always know where I'm heading. So if I have to go through that bad to get there, that's what I'm going to do, and therefore I'm organizing my life in order to take those steps to get to my fullest potential, which I cannot wait to see. Because I literally see it in my brain and I get so, so, so excited for it. Um, So getting back to the whole idea of me moving into college in 36 hours about is very nerve-wracking. It's nerve-wracking because it's a whole new experience for myself. I'm the type of person that needs to plan every moment of their life. From the second they wake up to the second they go to bed and do the whole cycle all over again. And for once in my life, I have no idea where life is taking me. I mean, I know where life is taking me. It's taking me to school. But I have no idea what life at school is going to be like. I have no idea what my routine's going to be like at school. And thinking about these things overwhelms me. And that's why I sat in this chair today is because I wanted to just talk them out with all of you guys. So another full circle moment of why I know where I'm going is the right school. And if it's not, you know, so be it. But For the most part, I think it's going to be, I think it's 100% the right choice of school because I can't imagine myself going anywhere else, to be quite honest. And again, another full circle moment is the day I found out that I got into Delaware. I found out I got into Delaware on November 3rd or 4th. Now, if you are an American, you know what November 3rd or 4th is, and that is Election Day. Now, anyone know a president that, I don't know, went to the University of Delaware? Because I'm going to wait. I'll wait a second. Yeah, Joseph Biden went to the University of Delaware. You want to know who we were voting for on November 3rd? Joseph Biden. How weird is that, okay? Like, I know that's a coincidence, but that's such a full-circle moment. Like, that whole day, I remember I kept going, I feel like it'd be good luck if they, like, Delaware, like, told us today if, you know, we got in or whatever. And Delaware was my top choice. My mom honestly didn't think I was going to get in. Hashtag offensive. But, like, still. Like, like, I'm just so beyond... I know I'm organized. Again, this goes back to the whole idea of organizing your life around your dreams because I know... Some way or another, I'm going on a path that's getting me to where I want to be. And I'm just so overly excited to see it. Now, with that being said, you know me, I love to say goals. So I came up with a few goals that I want to try and remember for myself for when I go off to school. And goal number one is to just let things happen. We all know this is not Emily's strong suit. However, we will make it happen. And you know, it's it's easier said than done. It's easier said than done, but I'm already going with the flow. I don't know what moving day is going to look like. I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. I don't know if tomorrow I'm going to be a hot fucking mess. I think I'm going to be a hot mess, and I'm waiting for that shoe to drop, but it hasn't dropped yet. I don't understand. Number two is I can't wait to see the growth I have, truly. I cannot wait to see how much I grow from not only semester one to semester two, month one to month two, But even just in a day of being there, I've truly been enjoying these past two weeks being home from camp because I left obviously to be home and I've been enjoying watching myself, you know, look back on the summer and seeing how much I've grown. And I've been talking to my really good friends about it is that I'm not the same person I was when I left June 25th. You know, I'm not the same person that I was Going into there. And I keep telling them the fact that, like, I see such a difference between March 2020 to June 2021. Or even, you know, January 2021 to June 2021. But I see even bigger of a difference in my self-growth. And not only self-love, self-respect, and self-worth. But I just see so much of a difference. And it's been truly enjoying uh, it's been truly an honor to watch myself work very hard in trying to you know grow and I'm not going to make myself sound like it's been easy because it hasn't this summer has really grown me and shaped me into the person I am today in the sense that being a camp counselor they say that it is a difficult job, and you'll be like, nah, like, you know, you're just with your f- camp friends all day, and, like, yeah, you're taking care of kids, but, like, you know, I wasn't that bad of a camper, so therefore, like, it's gonna be an easy job. No. No, no. When they say it's a 24-hour hard fucking job, they're not lying to you, sweetie. Like, I, it's a 24-hour job. Like, I remember one night, I was asleep, dead asleep, and then... A camper woke me up at four o'clock in the morning. Yes. And I thought that the camper got like sick or something. I was so worried. I was like, oh my God, like what's going on? And I couldn't hear them because I didn't have my hearing aids in at the time. And she goes, Emily, Emily, Emily. And I'm like, what, what, what? Oh my God, are you okay? Like, do you mean to go take you to me? Like whatever. She was like, can I use the bathroom? You've got to be kidding me. You woke me up to ask you to ask if you ha- could go to the bathroom. Like this also was like week three. So, like, when they say 24 hours, like, it's 24 hours. And I had a lot of anxiety doing it, and I'm beyond proud that I've walked out stronger than ever. Because, you know, we all know I've struggled with mad anxiety. Like, very, very bad anxiety. As, again, I have numerous episodes talking about it, breaking it down, hoopla. However, I've worked very hard on coming up with strategies on how to cope with it. And being the dumbass that I am, actually not a dumbass, I just didn't think that those were strategies until I came to camp and I was like, wow, those are strategies on how I cope with anxiety because I left them all at home. And when I say I left them all at home, I mean, like, I use physical things to help cope with my anxiety that I physically left at home. For example... I drink a lot of ginger ale slash seltzer, honestly, more seltzer than ginger ale lately because, you know, all that sugar is just not that great for my stomach. But I use those two drinks because the carbonation helps me cope with anxiety because when I get anxiety sometimes, I get very, very nauseous. I can't eat. And the bubbles help soothe and calm my stomach. And therefore, it'll help, like, not preoccupy, but, like, it'll help simmer down the anxiety a little bit and then I could go on my merry way so with that being said I did not bring a case of ginger ale and a case of seltzer with me to camp because I never thought to do that prior to but again I'd never been a counselor before and I'd always been a camper and yeah I didn't just live through a pandemic the last time I went to camp so therefore my anxiety was heightened to the max and I didn't have my tools which was already such a struggle and then on top of that we all know I love to bullet journal Bujo life forever and if the seltzer doesn't work sometimes I'll make an art spread about how to cope with my anxiety at that given time and that'll help but of course I did bring my bullet journal because I didn't want it to get like lost or destroyed or ruined etc so it was very hard for me to be without those supplies that I relied on heavily at home But I am very proud of myself, and I feel like I've grown as a person that I didn't have those things and, you know, somehow made it out alive. No clue how, and I'm not going to tell you that it was easy and, you know, went flawlessly because it was not flawless, and it was not pretty and not easy, but I did it, and I think that with those experiences like that, I learned not only how to be more, A, self-sufficient, B, I just became more prepared for school. And so that's why goal number three is to utilize your resources. I think at school is a big goal of mine. I want to utilize, you know, all these stress coping mechanisms that I've worked so hard on trying to perfect and use and remember and all these strategies, and I really, really want to use them. And therefore, I think that's why goal number three should be to really focus on helping myself because I didn't do that this summer and unfortunately I had some like upsetting moments but a thing that I a theme that I've really been living off of this summer is also I've had no regrets this summer has been every I've gotten everything and the kitchen sink out of this summer I swear everything I've wanted to happen needed to happen blah 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 it all happened And I'm beyond happy that I had this experience of going off before college to not only remember what it's like to be more independent, not that I'm not independent at home because I am, but, you know, I'm under my mom's roof, like, you know, I'm under her rules, but it was such a blessing in disguise because I don't think that I would be more prepared than I am right now if I hadn't gone to camp. And... Therefore, I'm beyond happy with my growth that I've had. And that's why going back to my goals, self-three is, again, to just utilize my resources. And goal number four is to just not get in my head, which always is the goal, does not help. At camp, I got into my head a lot. And I think that, if anything, that there is something to regret, which I don't even want to think of it as a regret because I'm so beyond pleased with myself that I have none. I think something is that just let things happen. This also marries with let things happen. Is that just like don't get in your head about things and just let them roll. And I think there's always a plan. Someone's controlling my Sims character up there and they've all gotten a plan. You know, everything works out in the end. And that's something that I really want to also focus on at school. So as nervous and scared as I am, because I think I'm putting on a really good face right now, but I'm fucking terrified. You know, it'll all work out somehow. And I think I know I'm making the right decision. And if I'm not, there's no harm in transferring. But I don't even want to think of that because I don't want to put any negative vibes and thoughts out there in the open. Um, Something else I want to discuss from this summer is that I was checking my emails on an hour off that I had. And I got a very, very nice email from Carlos at Status, And apparently, MTime time is number 126 in the country, the USA, for fashion and beauty. And I just want to say thank you to all of my M-Timers. I want to say thank you to every single person that has listened to me, whether for good reasons, bad reasons, hoopla. Like, I literally was so shocked when I read it. I still don't believe it. Because, like, if you try Googling it, I don't think it comes up. I don't know who named me 126. I don't know what goes into it. But I cannot believe that I'm in the top 30, 130 people. 150, 130. Like, like the fa- I never thought that I would be there. And I remember when I found out, everyone was like, what? And I just, I owe it all to you guys. I truly do owe it all to you guys. I started this as a just a way to just... You know, have an outlet for myself, and the fact that I've gone pretty far and helped people with this outlet is just—it's such a blessing, and it's just such a—it's such a great feeling. There's no other feeling I could describe than the happiness and you know, love that I feel from this show. Really, there is none. This is such a safe space for not only myself but for you guys. And I met a lot of you guys this summer and a lot of acquaintances and a lot of friends that I didn't realize listened to M-Time and people would come up to me like, where's the next episode? Or they would come up to me like, yo, this show, awesome. Like I had no idea I really touched that many people. And it makes me feel just so happy because I started M-Time, as I said before, for myself. But I also started it because I was so alone at school. I wanted to create an environment and a show where, you know, that other person who feels the exact same way as me knows that they're not alone. Because I wish that there was someone out there at the time that I knew who also felt the same way as me throughout high school and that I wasn't just, you know, on the outs and this misfit and whatnot because that would have really helped me feel better. So, therefore, I'm just so happy that this show has just created that environment for people and you know I wanted to say thank you to all you guys I also wanted to say thank you for the last episode the responses that I've had that episode was a very difficult episode for me to record as we all know I've recorded it probably 10 times start to finish and it was done so well and there's only one person I could really thank for the fact that it's been done so well and that is my really like my best friend his name is Noah I really know if you're listening to this You deserve the world because that last episode, the response that I've gotten on it is beyond overwhelmingly positive and just people coming to me being like, you are such a strong woman. And I'm like, I know I am. But the fact that you're set, you recognize like that. It wasn't it just that episode is full of a lot of emotions. And this friend, he I was so nervous to post it. And this friend, I was texting and being like, I don't know what I should do. Uh, He called me and he was like, we're going to listen to it start to finish. And then you're going to post it. And I kept asking him can you follow? Can you do this? He was on the phone for me from 1130 at night to 1230 a.m. at least, at least. And I could not have done it without you. So Noah, everyone give like a huge M-Time shout out to Noah because that episode could not have been done without him. I was so freaked out to post it. And also my favorite thing was that I literally posted it. And then the day after, I didn't realize that I had like to go into school for a yearbook signing dinner thing, whatever, and these people wouldn't talk to me. One person went up to me, and this person, i we already discussed that the I was putting out the episode because I'm all good with her. We have no beef and anymore. And she was like, oh, my God, I loved following. She was even like, my mom asked me which letter I was. And it was just I loved that. But, yeah, some people were not very happy with it. It was very awkward to go into that and be like, uh, I just talked shit about you on my podcast, but okay. Like, you know, like, it was very weird. But, again, thank you so much for everyone for those positive responses because, you know, that's all, you know, a chapter in my life that that book is closed. I'm not going to open it again. I mean, I'll open it again if you really need me to, but I really prefer not to. Um, it was such a hard... Hard episode to do, not only tastefully, but you know, also to the point where I couldn't get sued. And I think that again, I wanted to make it as positive as possible because I'm done with this negative shit. Like, I'm done feeling negative and down about myself because I know my self worth and I know where I'm going, as Tyler the creator has also described where he knows where he's going. And I'm just so eager to see what the future has in store for me. That's really it. And with that full Slow Girl moment, sitting in this chair such a full circle moment because i started this show way before you know m time was on spotify i started it my school my high school studio junior year the hardest year where i was sitting in a stairwell eating lunch by myself no joke i forgot to put that in the episode yeah so i started thinking of something that got me through the days was thinking of m time ideas Literally, I have a whole notes page of M Times ideas, and I would make them when I sat by myself at lunch in hiding in my secret hideout in a stairwell at my school, which one time I got screamed at by a lunch aide being like, you can't sit here, you're just in the cafeteria, and I was like ma'am like i'm eating alone like sitting in the cafeteria gives me severe anxiety like i'm not going to do it she kicked me out this woman kicked me out she saw me crying like i was literally crying to this woman like please don't make me leave like i can't go into the cafeteria by my like i can't do it i don't know what it was about it but i just couldn't do it and this woman made me pick up my stuff and leave like i this was my one lunch period it was just me i i whatever gets me so bad but again that's put away that's put away and I'll put it in my book one day. And this woman, I will literally stick my middle finger at. No, I'm not going to do that because that's unladylike. But, you know, who does that to a kid? Who does that to a kid? Whatever. We're not going to discuss it now. So, with that being said, let's now toss that away. And on Instagram, I don't forgot if I told you guys this, but I was scrolling through my Explore page. And I, as we all know, I live in a TV show. I believe that my life is one giant TV show, and every single school year, new school year, is a new season of the show. But this girl goes, when you realize you're about to enter the new season of your life, new characters, new plotline, new settings, and I've never, ever, ever related to something so true to that as I'm starting fresh. You know, this is a full, fresh, new season—almost a new TV show, like the spin-off show. Like how there's like Degrassi Next Generation, and then there's like a the Degrassi like ten years later. You know, the 90210 spin-off show is—you know—the second one. I don't know what you want to call it. And on that note, I'm excited to see where this journey takes us, as per usual. Thank you very much to everyone who has contributed to my 126 slot in the podcast rankings. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you to my M-Time fans. Thank you to my stans. Thank you to my haters. Thank you to everyone. I love you all so much, and I cannot wait to see where this organization around my life takes me and I can't wait to watch those dreams come true from that organization apparently alright everyone I hope you all have just a wonderful week ahead of you a wonderful month a wonderful school year and I'll hopefully see you all hear you all speak to you all soon XOXO Gossip Girl which the reboot sucks by the way I can barely get through it alright bye you can drive (laughs) Yes. <laughs>